Well, it's that time of year where everybody has these big New Year's resolutions and you think that they're going to follow through with them and then all of a sudden you don't. It always happens about two weeks out. You know, the biggest joining day for the gym is around like January 3rd and the biggest day of stopping going to the gym is around like the 15th to the 20th. Usually about two weeks after people try to start habits, uh, things usually fall off track and responsibilities get in the way, life gets in the way, and that thing that you found super important, all of a sudden your motivation is gone for that. It doesn't mean that that thing that you're trying to work on isn't important and that it wouldn't help you out, but when motivation falls short and life gets busy, people tend to have other priorities or other responsibilities, even though they want to change that one thing in their lives, whether that's fitness or getting a better habit of reading or a craft that you want to work on. Whatever the case is, people tend to fall short of that and then they can't seem to actually get back in the mode or they don't know what to change in order to have that habit practice to continue on. And I thought, what better way of showing that you can start up something basically from scratch than getting back into podcasting, which I haven't done in about a year. And I think a big reason of doing that was it wasn't enjoyable at the time. I saw it as this stressful thing that I had to do on this super regular schedule instead of being something enjoyable, instead of a craft that I was trying to work on, something where I don't have to be perfect at it, I just have to practice it. And if I don't practice what I preach, then how could I help anybody else to practice working on their fitness, since I'm a fitness coach, or whatever other pursuit that they want to get better at. And I wanted to talk to you today about one method that I use, that is the Apple method. And I think I, did I, I think I came up with this, hopefully I did. If not, I'll credit it somewhere uh, in the show notes. But I wanted to talk about this Apple method because I'm hoping that it can help you in case you fell off track from your goals or resolutions. And this is the method that I use to get back on track. So let's talk about it. So my friends, the Apple method or the acronym for the Apple method. I'm going to list all of these off for you first, and then we're going to break each one down before we kind of close things up. But the five bits of the method are A, you need to acknowledge what the problem is. P, you need to plan on what you can adjust. And then P, again, to, you need to prepare or basically figure out what things that you need. And then L is lead yourself there. And then E is execute. So we have acknowledge, plan, prepare, lead, and execute. So let's talk about each point real fast. A is acknowledge. So we need to acknowledge the issue. What's the reason that you dropped off of doing that thing that you told yourself or others that you were going to do? this different thing that you're trying to bring into your life. Uh, I'm going to use the example of podcasting and maybe fitness. So let's say for podcasting, uh, why did I stop? What was the issue? Well, I felt like it was this unneeded pressure on myself 
to find these topics to talk about and to get into this bit of podcasting where I'm typically not always a good person for talking on camera or sharing social media. So I need to get back in the practice of that. But let's say for you, the problem might be that you were trying to go to the gym, right? Classic New Year's resolution, probably the most popular one. It's going back into the gym or start a new exercise program. But why did you stop? Maybe it was that things were way too frequent. Maybe you didn't know exactly what you were doing. Uh, Maybe you got injured and you said, well, I can't work around this. You got to figure out and be clear about what that issue is and acknowledge what that issue is. Make sure it's clear. Make sure you write it down. Make sure you say it out loud. Whatever can make you know what the problem is. Because if you don't know what the issue is that set you off track, how are you supposed to fix or how are you supposed to push through and get through this issue if you don't clearly know what the issue is? So once you acknowledge what the issue is, the next bit is planning adjustments. So let's go on the routine, right? For my podcasting, it was that I was trying to do these once or twice a week podcast while I had other things going on. I'm a solo run fitness business, right? So I am the only one responsible for doing these things. And if I put this pressure on myself that I have to have one or two episodes a week, then if I fall off one of those times, it's going to be pretty detrimental to myself. But if it's for you, let's say it's working out. Let's say you tried to go right into the gym. You're like, Coach Zoe, I'm going to hit this hard. I'm going to go five or seven days a week. I'm going to go there every single day. I'm going to do all of this stuff every day. And then all of a sudden you stopped. And let's say you just missed a day and you're like, ah, it's all right. I'll go tomorrow. And then something comes up tomorrow. And then it's been a few weeks since you've been to the gym. It might be because that schedule was too crazy, too hectic for something that's brand new. Sometimes we need to ease ourselves into things. You can't go and every single day say, okay, I'm going to do 50 push-ups if you can't even do 10 yet. The way you got to work your way into it is to ease your way into it. And that's the same thing for planning or adjusting your schedule. So instead of going back and going, okay, I'm going to go five days a week. Start with this coming week, say, okay, I'm going to do two days out of this week. I'm going to work with my schedule and make sure that I can go in on a Tuesday, Thursday or Wednesday, Friday, if your week's already starting and just make sure that you can hit those two. And if you hit those two, awesome. That's great. Then you can work your way up to doing three. And then if you can do it for a few weeks and do three days a week and go, awesome. I feel like I could do a little more. And then that's when you do four and you work your way slowly into adjusting into that schedule. So we acknowledge the issue first, then we plan the adjustments, usually it's schedule adjustments, and then it's preparing what we need. So if you need to prepare for podcasting, right? If I need to prepare what I need, I need to make sure that whatever space I'm in, that I'm recording, that the space is clear, that it's open, that there aren't that many distractions, but that I have all the items I need. If I have you guys on a camera or anything to record the audio or lighting or whatever simple things I need to do to make sure that it feels professional, that it's up to a quality that I like it to be at, that I have all those things set and there aren't any things getting in my way or things that I don't have. Now for working out, 
maybe one of the big things of kind of like what you need is you can't get to the gym all the time. You go, oh man, well, I can't get to the gym all the time. I guess I'm just not going to go and I'm not going to work out. Well, the other thing you can do is you can get yourself a simple pair of dumbbells. Something where you have those items right nearby that you know you can always see, that you can always use, where there aren't any weird hurdles or blockades in the way. Blockades, that's a weird word. Uh, any blocks in your way that basically stops you from getting to this thing on your new regular schedule. So if you still want to go to the gym, Make sure you have your gym bag always at a place that you can see it and you always have it stacked with the things that you need, such as the water bottle or change of clothes or towel or whatever items that you have so that if you're like, hey, I have time to go to the gym now, your bag is right there, you have everything you need, go directly to the gym, get done what you want to get done. Because that's the way that habits can be made is if with the least amount of blocks that we can have to go to do our activity, that is the way that we can get into this new habit. If there isn't too much of a like security line to get through to do this new thing, it's more likely that we're gonna do that thing on a consistent basis. So, acknowledge the issue. We talked about planning adjustments. We talked about preparing what items that you need. Now, here come the tough ones, L and E. So L is lead yourself there. You need to lead yourself to that point uh, that you need. For example, for podcasting, uh, I do this in a office room, right? I need to actually lead myself to this room because once I lead myself to that place, that takes half of the difficulty out of it. If I'm somewhere else and I go, oh man, well, I want to record that podcast, but I got these things going on out here, these distractions, and I'm not even close to that room to podcast, so I'll just do it another time. If I skip the noise and just lead myself here and go, okay, I'm just going to lead myself to this place. And then as long as I feel that I can go here and get this done, I'm more likely to get it done if I lead myself there versus just thinking about the thing at some other location. But that could be the same thing for the gym, right? One of the biggest issues is it's not the destination of the gym that's sometimes the issue. If you were there all the time, yeah, that'd be great. It's, it's a lot easier sometimes for someone to work out at the gym if their job is at the gym, right? I got that experience working at a bunch of gyms. It was way easier to work out in between other clients' sessions because I was physically at the gym. But if you don't work at the gym, then that makes it this other hurdle in your life. So whatever you can do to just lead yourself there. That's going to be this kind of mental block that you have to get around of, okay, I'm just going to lead myself there. If I feel like I don't have the time or I can't get this drive in to just start, then I guess I'll turn around and I got to figure out a different alternative or maybe just have more items at home to have my own home gym, which as someone who does have their own, highly recommend it. But some people are better at working out when they have other people kind of watching them or working out in public. If that's your thing, cool. But for most people, if you can have a home gym, I would probably recommend it myself. The final thing is E, right? So we've done acknowledge the issue, plan adjustments, prepare what you need, lead yourself there. And then the final one is to execute it. Look, this is the biggest thing for me. No one is going to sweep in and just take you to the place that you need and get everything done for you. 
I even have clients who it, they, you know, pay me for a service to do personal training for them, with them, whatever the case is. I cannot physically pick up their arms and force them to do curls or move their legs, force them to do squats. At some point, they have to do that exercise themselves because no one is going to save you from your situation. If you want to get something done, you are the person who needs to get it done. There's no other way to say that. And that is something I've had to tell myself as well, is that no one is going to do these podcasts or do social media for me. My business will not grow if I do not do these things to help out other people and to be on their mind as a personal trainer or a fitness and wellness coach. I need to execute this process because no one will do it for me unless I do it for me. And if it's important enough to you to go to the gym, to start writing more, to work on this new craft activity of basket weaving, right? Whatever your thing may be, you need to execute on that thing because no one will do it for you. But if you figure out how to do it for yourself and you make it your new habit, it's such a great thing to see what changes happen that way. And I, while I'm not perfect at this, I hope that I'm able to make these changes the way that I need to. And I'm going to learn and work through this process the same time as you. We all have these different things that we need to work on, but I hope that if you fall off track, that you can use this Apple method, right, to stay on a kind of continuous cycle of if you do fall off schedule, that's okay. You can figure out how to acknowledge what the issue is that you ran into. You can figure out how to plan adjustments for the schedule. You can prepare the items that you need to do it better the next time. You can lead yourself to the place that you need to be, and then you can execute on that task or just try that new habit. It doesn't matter if you're good at it. It doesn't matter if you feel like somebody is doing it better than you are. You are the person who's going to get things done for you, and hopefully the Apple method can help keep you on track. I'm grateful that you're here, grateful that you're here listening to this. If you ever need to reach out to me, you can reach out on my website at fossmovement.com or at social medias linked to my coaching services. But otherwise, my friends, take chances, make mistakes, and have an apple every now and then. Talk to you soon.